0: Schumann's Carnival ended. Urbino poured himself another glass of Corvo and picked up the Proust, opening it to where a postcard reproduction of Man Ray's photograph of Proust's death profile marked his place. He had read Remembrance of Things Past several times before, but he was reading it now because of the book on Proust he was adding to his Venetian Lives series. Proust and Venice would focus on the role the city had played in the writer's life and art. It would have reproductions of paintings by Carpaccio, Tiziano, Veronese, and Tintoretto, and photographs of Venetian scenes in buildings by the city's premier photographer, Porfirio. Urbino had reached the point where Proust's narrator finally gets to Venice after years of expectation and postponement, and after the sudden death of his beloved Albertine, Inevitably, despite Marcel's appreciation of the beauty and secrecy of the city, he finds himself somewhat disillusioned, and by the time he is about to leave, Venice is no longer an enchanted labyrinth out of the Arabian Nights, but something sinister and deceptive that seems to have little to do with Doges and Turner. It doesn't even seem to be Venice any longer but a mendacious fiction where the palaces are nothing but lifeless marble and the water that makes the city unique only a combination of hydrogen and oxygen. Urbino read for a while and then put the book down again, finding it difficult to concentrate tonight on the subjunctive and the imperfect, on the essential melancholia at the lime-blossom heart of Proust's style and story. Followed by Serena, who had been sleeping on one of the maroon velvet seats of the mahogany confessional on the other side of the room, he went to the study and put Children of Paradise in the video machine. Urbino didn't know how much of the long movie he would be able to watch before dropping off to sleep, but he knew the tragic story of a mime's love for a beautiful actress so well that he could start it at any point without any problem. With its retelling of the story of Perot Harlequin, and Columbina, and its great final scene in which the mime Baptiste is separated forever from his beloved Garon by the mad carnival crowd, it was particularly suited to the season. He settled himself in his favorite armchair. Serena nestled against him as the story started to unfold. Garon, the voluptuous yet tenderly maternal woman, for whom love was terriblement was watching a performance in front of the Funambule. In just a few moments, Baptiste would fall in love with her forever. Urbino found himself almost holding his breath. Serena purred. The childlike Baptiste